On today's episode of On Deck, we're talking about revisiting two awesome games, but playing them on deck this time. Valve summed up 2022 with a list of their most played games. A warning to everyone out there to stick with official sources for Steam stuff. And we've got my response to one of the worst takes of last year. Those stories, plus an upcoming game that might just knock Monster Hunter off my deck. If that sounds good, let's get started. Let's start things off with what's on deck. A while back, I decided to try out Halo Infinite on deck, and it did not go well. I couldn't maintain a stable frame rate. The game was taking ages to load, but I decided to give it another shot. I'm currently using the game with GE Proton 743, and it's running great. I set a minimum frame rate to 60, and the game plays wonderfully. And since the Steam Deck has gyro, I'm much better on the deck than I am on my Xbox Series X. Of course, the game doesn't look as good on the deck, but on such a small screen, it really doesn't matter. One thing that does kind of drive me crazy with the game, though, is the on-screen props. They're constantly shifting back and forth between mouse and keyboard inputs and controller inputs. This is because all of my inputs are controller inputs, but the gyro is acting like a mouse, and Halo doesn't quite know what to do about that. It isn't a big deal, but I do wish that there was a setting that said, don't show me what button to push, or let me pick which glyphs to show on the screen. There's a ton of games that already show the correct controller glyphs in this case. I'm not sure why Halo does it this way, but it is really frustrating. What's not frustrating, though, is the gameplay. I know old school Halo fans don't really like Halo Infinite, but I personally love it. Of course, it's my first real Halo experience, and I had an absolute blast with the campaign, and I've dumped tons of time into the multiplayer as well. I also started playing World of Warcraft on the Steam Deck. I have no idea why it jumped back into my brain. I haven't played it in, I think, two expansions, but every once in a while, I get the itch to jump back in. I mean, let's be honest. I spent seven years playing only World of Warcraft, no other real video games uh, back in the day. So uh, there's definitely something there for me. Now, I haven't resubscribed yet. I'm just kind of tooling around on lower level characters, but I am having fun. Getting it set up on the Steam Deck, though, was not fun. If you want a tutorial, let me know, and I'll make sure to put one up on the channel. The game runs great, though. I'm using console port, which I tried forever ago playing with my Steam controller. It worked really well then, but man, have they made so much progress here. Honestly, I think with the fact that Blizzard recently added full-on controller support to the game but haven't worked the UI yet, I think that if they decided to actually retool their UI to better work with controllers, we would eventually see World of Warcraft on consoles. Though, with Microsoft buying Activision, perhaps we will end up seeing WoW on consoles and on Steam, since Microsoft has been releasing all of their games on Steam recently. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Speaking of recently, let's move on to the news. Valve has dropped their best of 2022 list and looking at the most played games on Steam, they broke it into categories including top sellers, new releases, VR, Steam Deck, and more. 
Let's take a look at the most played games measured by daily active players on deck in 2022 starting with what they call Platinum Games. Now, on the Platinum Games list, we have some fantastic games, and I've played almost all of them, though some I played on other platforms. My favorites on this list have to be Hades, Vampire Survivors, Multiverses, and Cult of the Lamb. The only games on this list that I really haven't played are Red Dead Redemption, Persona 5, and No Man's Sky. I'm not really interested in Red Dead Persona 5 and No Man's Sky, I really should look into doing something about not having played those games sooner rather than later. But I'm currently obsessed with finishing off Crisis Core and Final Fantasy VII Remake, so I don't know how soon I'm going to actually get to those games. Let's move on to the gold games. There's quite a few more games on this list that I haven't played. I skipped GTA V because I don't like the way Rockstar games control. Tactics Ogre Reborn is definitely on my wish list, but I'm not picking it up quite yet. I have no interest in playing RimWorld, but Brotato looks really fun, and I've heard it's great. I have to say, Aperture Desk Job is fantastic, but I don't understand why Valve didn't ship it with the deck pre-installed. It's a free game anyway, and it really shows you the value of all of the different inputs on the Steam Deck. In fact, I will bet you that there's a lot of people out there that have Steam Decks and have yet to use the trackpad for anything in a game, which is an absolute shame. But it is nice to see it on the gold list. Moving on to the silver list, one of my most anticipated games to play on the deck and one of my biggest disappointments to play on the deck was Valheim. Not because Valheim isn't a great game, because it's one of my favorite survival crafting games of all time, but the game just doesn't run all that well on the deck. It did at first, but for some reason now, when I load up the game and try and set up Steam input, the game just flashed black. It's really frustrating. I've tried a bunch of different Proton iterations. Nothing seems to work. If you have a good setup for Valheim, let me know, because clearly other people do. Otherwise, this wouldn't be on the silver list for the Steam Deck. I just can't get the game to work anymore, though. Also on the silver list was my most played game of 2022, Monster Hunter Rise. Wonderful game, fantastic gameplay loop, my favorite in the series, and it plays awesome on the Steam Deck. This game accounted for 26% of my playtime on Steam last year. Rogue Legacy 2 is also a silver game, and that took up 8% of my playtime on Steam. Anyway, silver, gold, platinum aside... The list of the most played games on Steam Deck just goes to show how diverse the games on Steam are and the ability for us to use the tools that Valve gives us with Steam input to play those games. Moving on, Liam over at Gaming on Linux came across a website that was allegedly selling Steam Decks and even worse, Steam accounts. Now, I'm not going to share with you the name of that website for two reasons. Number one, I have no interest in driving traffic to them. And number two, after Liam posted his video, he had it taken down in some countries. It looks like they're backing off, but I'm not a lawyer and I can't afford one. So that's not really a risk I am willing to take. What I will say about this is this. I can understand how someone that can't buy a Steam Deck because they aren't available in your country yet might want to check out sites like this. But if Valve isn't selling Steam Decks in your country, then you might end up with a deck that can't be activated on your Steam account. Also, they probably aren't ready to support the deck in your country. So, if there's a problem that you can't fix yourself, 
you're probably going to end up on your own. I mean, can you even ship it back to Valve to get it fixed if it wasn't purchased with your Steam account? And let's say that you do ship it back to them. Will Valve ship it back to you in your country, or does it have to be sent back to the original purchaser? Either way, I'm very unlikely to trust any company that does this kind of thing, especially the idea of selling Steam accounts. That's just super sketchy. If you want to know more, you should probably watch Liam's video about it. I've left a link in the description. But at the end of the day, my advice to you is do yourself a favor and only go through official channels to make sure you don't get screwed. Okay, let's talk about this tweet, which many people said was one of the worst gaming takes of the year. PC Games N tweeted this. The Steam Deck has a strong back catalog of games, but it could probably do with an exclusive that makes use of all of its features. Now, if you only read the headline and reacted with that as a garbage take, exclusives are bad, I totally understand. But I'm going to agree with them here. Hold on. Put down your pitchforks. I know exclusives are not good for gamers, and the people that clamor for them are generally misinformed fanboys that just want others to feel left out because they still want console wars for some reason. I'm not saying that I want exclusives for the Steam Deck, but that wasn't the only thing that they said in the article. They also called for Valve to give us a game that really shows off the versatility of the Steam Deck. Now, we do have Aperture Desk Job, that does show off what the deck can do, but it's not a full game. It's about 40 minutes of gameplay, and then you're done. I feel like the author is asking for Valve to make a game that uses all of the cool things that the deck can do. And I agree with this a thousand percent. Should it be an exclusive to the Steam Deck, though? No. That would be terrible. That's like asking I buy power to make exclusive games. Oh, I'm sorry. You bought a Dell? You can't play this PC game. That in no way benefits gamers. Now, the other part of their argument was that having an exclusive on the Steam Deck would sell more Steam Decks. And I will say this, the only ones that benefit from exclusives are corporations and, of course, the fanboys that love console wars. But saying that the deck needs a system seller is kind of goofy, if you ask me. Valve makes money selling the games not selling the Steam Decks. The Steam Deck is the system seller, but the deck isn't the system. The system is Valve's store. So Valve already has a system seller. The exclusive is the Steam Deck. You can't get those features anywhere else. And it just so happens to play the biggest library of video games in existence. Okay, let's move on to upcoming games. I found 17 minutes of gameplay over at RX Gaming's YouTube channel. I'll share a link in the description so you can check it out. Like I said earlier, my most played game in 2022 was Monster Hunter Rise. And this game looks right up my alley. It looks like EA's version of that style of game, but with building added to the gameplay. Now, when I heard that as a description, I lost interest at first because, number one, I'm not a huge fan of EA games. Not that I don't like the games that they make, but I don't like a lot of the business decisions that EA makes. Secondly, I also thought of Fortnite building, which I've never been good at, but this doesn't really feel like Fortnite building from what I've seen. It's more like just summoning structures as part of the game's mechanics. In Fortnite, you build a wall, you build slants, you build floors, and you combine all of those things together to build giant structures. And this, you just summon a structure 
and then use it in the game. It's much more simplified, I think. So how can you use this building mechanic in a Monster Hunter style game? Well, a couple of different ways. One of the ways that I saw is if you're fighting certain monsters and they're about to charge at you, you can summon a wall if you have the resources and they'll run into that wall instead of you knocking them out with a quick stun. If you need to get some height over a monster, you can also build up some boxes and then jump off of them in order to come down from above. The monsters also have these summoning resources on the monster themselves. In mid-combat, you can see these green glowing parts on the monster and you can climb onto the monster and steal them. This game looks really cool and I cannot wait to play it on my Steam Deck. It absolutely is going to go on my list of games to watch very closely this year. Before we get out of here, I do want to say that if you receive some spending money at Christmas and you're looking to get some accessories for your Steam Deck, I have a video linked in the description that you should check out. Thanks for watching and a special thanks to my patrons and channel members from the Nerd Nest. I'm Bill. Stay rad, everyone.